Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 846. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Yismach at take10fortorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored by Shana Slanamli, Le Nishmas, Yechiel, Chaim, Ben Avraham, in the Torah we learn, being an Eli for his Neshama. So in Parshas Tetzaveh, we learn something which comes up mainly in Parshas Pinchas, but it's mentioned here as well after a description of the distru- of the construction of the Mishkan. This is what you should do with this Mishkan. Now that we've built the Mishkan, the all-important Mishkan, two sheep, which are one year old, every single day. Twice a day. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. It then goes to describe exactly what the rules are for these carbonos. But we know this carbon, this carbon is very famous. It's called the carbon tamit. This carbon tamit, according to the uh, Gemara and uh, Sota, Rabbi Akiva says that it was brought even before the Torah was given or something. They, they would bring this Torah extremely, this carbon extremely early on. And that really began a sequence or a, I don't know, a a, a, a streak, I guess we can call it, a streak which goes all the way through the time of the Mishkan, through the time of the Beis HaMikdash, and then to, through Bayasheni, until, of course, there was a time in the destruction of the first Beis HaMikdash where it ended, but we'll get to that in a moment. The reason this real, this carbon is more than just a daily carbon, it's actually a symbol of something very important. There's a famous Sifra. The Sifra quotes a Machlokas Petinari Akiva and Ben Azai about what is the most important line in the Torah. One says, it's v'yahavta l'riyacha kamocha, zeklagadabatorah, love thy neighbor. The other one says, that no, it's not v'yahavta l'riyacha kamocha, but it's zeh toldos ha'adam. Right, which uh, talks about the brotherhood of man, and that uh, should compel decent behavior. It's interesting to note that both of them focus on interpersonal stuff as the most important line in the Torah. But the Sifra ends, and it's, uh, it's uh, finding the Sifra is not so easy. It is quoted, I'm not sure where the origin is, but it's quoted as as follows. Our Pasuk in this week's Parsha, in Parsha's Pinchas, where it talks about this Carbon. That is the most important pasuk in the Torah. Now that is a really interesting thing because it's not telling us what to do. It's not talking about behavior relating to our relationship to God. It's not talking about behavior relating to our relationship between us and other people. But rather, it's talking about the nature of everything that we do. Everything that we do requires consistency. We have to do things not just once in a while. We need to figure out a way to live life constant behavior, with constant behavior, constant actual devotion to things. We have this idea all over the place in Judaism. We have davening, which of course comes multiple times a day, and that multiple times a day, Shachras and Mincha, the morning prayers and the evening prayers, all parallel, as the Gemara Brachos teaches us, these Karbanos. That consistency is not a small thing. The Gemara Brachos says that we learn from the Pasuk, Mu'uves lo yuchaliskam nechisaron lo yuchalimanos. What does that mean? Zeshabitel kriyashmashal shachras vekriyashmashal arvis. This is one who misses Shema. Now, I understand, there are a lot of Shema's. If you miss the Shema, you, you don't do Shema in the morning or at night, or you don't daven one day, uh, okay, you missed it, you'll do it tomorrow. But it's not the same. 
meaning the fact that we were able to check that box every single day, to be able to be involved in some sort of learning, some sort of inspirational activity every single day is deeply important. And so it doesn't matter if it's Ben Adam Lachavero, Ben Adam Lamako, between man and man, between God and God, whatever it is that we do has to have that level of consistency and even constancy. It has to be done all of the time. We have this idea, you know what the Torah, I'm sorry, the Gemara tells us, when we're at the end of our lives, we're asked a question. It says, what did we do? It asks us about a few different topics, but one of the things it asks, kavata item la Torah. Did you set up times for Torah? Now, it doesn't ask, ask us how much we learned, it just asks us, did we make it a thing? Did we, did we connect our learning, not only to, you know, fits and starts, but to time? We were kava, we were established we, in a time during our day, during our week, to make sure that we checked in with our learning. Okay, 90%, as we say, of life is just showing up. Doing the things every single day, which are important, are the things which ultimately define us. Now, there is, there is, of course, a downside to consistency, and there is a downside to creating these types of habits, right? And that is that when we create habits, habits become habitual and thoughtless. And so we are constantly between this tugging push and pull, between figuring out a way for things to become exciting, and yet the same things that we do every single day. We somehow have to be able to get excited about the things we do every single day. So what did they do with the carbon tamid? The carbon tamid itself was brought every single day, day in, day out, day in, day out. It was ultimately the bookends of every single day. So what did they do? So the answer is they had this thing called Shir Shel Yom. The Shir Shel Yom was a different song each day. Every day of the week had its own that this was how they enthusiastically came to the Karban Tamid with this song, whatever that unique song was for that day, to be able to somehow customize the experience. It wasn't a dreary, chore-like attitude. They turned it into joyous celebration, even the things that were done the entire time. That was the centerpiece of the celebration of these karbanos, and it's ironic that now, when do we say the Shir Shalyom, it's kind of like, you know, when a person at the end of davening is wrapping their tefillin, it's almost as they joke, tefillas haderach, because you're already at the door. So Shir Shalyom was the way to be able to enhance that daily prayer, and now we have sort of deferred it to the end, and in doing so, we don't take it as seriously as we should. This began at Har Sinai, this idea of the Karman Tamid being brought every single day, over two millennia ago, you know, millennia ago. But there was a day that the music died, right? This day that the music died was the day on the 17th of Tammuz. And the Gemara tells a long story in Sota Daf Mem Tesam and Beis about exactly how it was that when the Jews were under siege in Jerusalem, they were unable to get the animals that they needed and they were paying, lowering money and raising up the, the, the cattle, the animals that they required. And then one day it was revealed to them or to the, to the enemies, it was revealed that it was the carbon tamid that was being brought that was giving the Jews success and resilience against the siege. And so, instead of giving them the animals that they needed, they were given a pig instead. Now the pig, the Gemara says, the pig as it was being pulled up, stuck at its hoofs, stuck at its hooves, and uh, the, like uh, scraped against the wall of the city and caused a great noise, and it was, uh, it was terrible. Now, uh, 
good, good. That was obviously the day that the, so to speak, the music, the day the music died, the day the Tamid died, and there was no more Tamid because they weren't going to bring a pig for the Karban. But there's some messaging there as well. If you think about it, the pig is known for being superficial, right? This pig has the hooves, which are kosher, they are split, and they stick them out as if to say, hey, look at me, look at me, I'm kosher. Internally, of course, they don't chew their cut, and they are not kosher. So what is the nature of consistent behavior that is not meaningful? A person can get up and do what they do every single day. They can go through motions, and the motions are the habits that they form. They are evidence of consistency, but consistency could be hollow and entirely meaningless. It could have the outsides of the chazir, the outsides of the pig, if you don't take that consistency and elevate it into something thoughtful. And so that, I think, is the lesson, the ultimate lesson that we're supposed to be learning out of the Karban Tamid, to figure out the balance. And one of the great things that we have with the Karban Tamid, and we read about the Karban Tamid all of the time, and not every day, I mean, you might in the Karbonus at the beginning of Davening, but when do we read it? So I'm always inspired by the fact that we read it on Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh reading is only five psukim. So we add, in order to be able to get our ten minimum, the section that comes right before, which is about Shabbos, Okay, so Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh are sometimes together, so that makes sense. But we also add the Karban Tamid to that reading. Now, I always wondered if the reason that we add the Karban Tamid, the daily sacrifice that's discussed in our Parsha and in Parsha's Pinchas, I always wondered if the reason for that is because, you know, sometimes I'm doing things day in and day out. And it's true, every single day, on and on and on. But then comes the Rosh Chodesh. There comes a pause a newness, and Rosh Chodesh is all about that new and refreshing ability to begin again. I can even begin again with the things that I'm doing every day. It's not the case that just because you've developed a habit, we can never stop and analyze and think, how can we do things better? Rosh Chodesh and Karban Tamid synthesize together to remind us that we can't be the superficial pig being dragged up the wall, looking like we're doing everything right, but having our thoughts feelings and emotions detached. We have to figure out how to sing a shira, how to sing and be joyous and excited about all that we do, even if what we do, we do all the time. Have a great Shabbos, and hope to see you soon.